Hi, you're listening to the Raise the Vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raise the Vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Peterson, and today I have Lori Rion joining me today. Lori is an inner species communication and healing. Lori Rion is an internationally known communicator and soul healer. Her gifts allow her to speak to the animals and the angels and translate their messages to humanity. She specializes in communication with the great whales and dolphins and recognizes the cetaceans as the ancient beings and master healers on this planet. Rian is the director of the Omni Dimensional Mystery School in Southern California. She's the collaborating author of the best-selling book, Dolphins and Whales Forever, available on Amazon, is a filmmaker and in June of 2015 released the transformational film, Ascension Guidance. She facilitates spiritual cetacean receipts, retreats where you can interact with wild and free dolphins and whales all over the world. During these retreats, you will hear their messages and learn to communicate with them too. She is a creator of the Whale and Dolphin Energy Light Medicine School, offering whale healing and clearing sessions, light body activations and dolphin DNA recalibration sessions for individuals and groups. Her energy healing online school is now enrolling and training certified practitioners in this work from all over the world. Lori, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Awesome. So let's dive in. What was your journey to this? And when did you first learn that you could communicate? With animals? Yes. Uh, I was born that way as a child. Basically, what that means is your third eye is open. That's the pineal gland. Yeah, no, I, it, the thing was confusing for me as a child and as a teenager is that I didn't know that others couldn't communicate with animals. So there was some confusion because um, they're my favorites, I guess you'd say. I've been, I've always had a love story with the animals and, you know, my pets, my horse, all were, I, I was raised in rural Nebraska. So lots of animals around me, farm animals. Um, but I had a special thing with horses. Horses were my first love. And I could talk to my dogs and cats. And I just, again, I couldn't, when someone would come to a horse that particularly, you know, the cowboys in those days, uh, and they'd throw a saddle on and, you know, they'd ride the horse till the horse got tired of bucking or till they got bucked off. I, I couldn't understand that. I'd just say, why didn't you ask the horse, you know, if the horse wanted to have the saddle on her. Most horses do want to communicate and, you know, eventually be ridden and have some kind of relationship, you know. So I was a bit confused about what was going on. Um, but anyway, that all led me to, um, I had the great love of the ocean. So I, I was able to come to the ocean as I was uh, participating in the Buffalo Bills Wild West show, which was something that was offered there in Nebraska. And it brought me to the West and I was trick riding with my horse. And I said, you know, I'm not going to go home. I'm going to stay here and finish school and go to college and, you know, become a veterinarian is what I thought at the time my calling was. So it's a little bit of my history. Uh, I ended up moving to Burbank, California, and uh, was a junior in high school. I never really had to finish. I never had to do senior year because I had enough credits to graduate. And and then I got a scholarship to go to college. And veterinary school, though, was just not my cup of tea. I didn't know yet about energy medicine. And I didn't know that that would shut down the the third eye. You know, it's very analytical. And I, I mean no disrespect to veterinarians. They have their purpose. But it wasn't for me. 
and I was really unhappy. So that part of me kind of went away and I had to wait for a while to come back. <laughs> Do you remember your first communication with the animals and what that was like? What was that experience like? Was it pictures, images, um, did you hear something? What was that experience for you? Well, my mom tells me that when I was a baby, I was always with the dog and the dog was like a guardian would stand at the edge of the street, you know, in rural Nebraska, there were no fences. So like the dog would stop me as a baby from crossing the street or, you know, would play with me for hours and I would fall asleep with the dog. And, um, I'm sure I would have with the cats too, but my parents didn't let the cats in the house because my sister was allergic. So I had to wait a while to grow up to connect to the cats outdoors. And of course, now cats are my best friend now. <laughs> I had a similar companion when I was younger and my mom tells a story about how Bandit would walk along the water's edge to keep me as a toddler from going yeah. to the water. Yeah. yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah. But there's pictures of me when I can, I must be like three years old and I'm on my uncle's horses and my legs are straight out like in this flip, you know, because I bought this big horse, you know, this big smile on my face. You know? <laughs> Uh, I, I remember my childhood just filled with, you know, every minute possible with the horses. So beautiful. Loved them. And when did you first connect with the whales and the dolphins? Hmm. Well, let's see. Um, I, I think I, most people could probably say, even if you've not seen dolphins, you're connected to them because they're these joy ambassadors. You know, they just looking at a picture of a dolphin, you get connected. But in the physical world, um, not until I went out on a boat for the first time and I saw them and I just was like elated. Uh, and unfortunately that didn't go well because I was seasick in those days. But later uh, vacationing in Baja, Mexico, which is south of San Diego, and seeing them on the beach, you know, seeing them surfing and then coming up to the shore. And all, that's when it first happened uh, where I really felt their love and connection. And then further than that, let's see in 94, I had a, a car accident I don't believe in the word accident, but you know what I'm saying. I, yes. I was a, in that situation. And I went down there to recover and I got a little beach house and the dolphins would come every day to my house, three in particular. And I know they were sent to teach me. Um, my cat would sit next to me and make meow, 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 noises, you know, and they just put their heads up and, and ongoing talking, ongoing. And um, I was depressed as a human. So, but they opened me up to that first dialogue and realizing um, when I let myself open up to them, I realized they know everything all the time, like, and, and other animals do too. But I mean, uh, you don't necessarily think about that in your little world, right? right. I mean, they, they literally know everything. And they, because they can scan the world, you know, look at the Akashic records, see the weather. I mean, there isn't anything that they're not connected to. And so I would say to my cat, who was a breaking through with the telepathy, what's it like to know everything all the time, you know, because you, you seem to have all the answers. My cat would say, well, when you're not on earth, you know everything all the time, too. God doesn't hide anything from anyone. Except you're on earth, you put yourself to sleep so you can have this experience of awakening. It's part of the game. I'm like, oh, okay, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So how do they help us awaken to that well, side? The words they use are the codes of creation that they actually carry. Um, dolphins and whales in particular carry an encodement in their sounds. Um, the whales use their song and the dolphins have more of a squeaky language, you know, the tonality that they send out, also their sonar. And we receive these codes of creation that are activational in our DNA that um, start us to become more inquisitive, um, open up pathways that have been resistant. Uh, it's an electromagnetic frequency that works with us physically, emotionally, spiritually. And this is also how they can heal us. 
which is, you know, the work I'm doing now, they, they very much want to help us. How do they go about opening up our DNA? Let's dive into that a little bit. Activate. Well, again, it's, it's, a, it's a similar thing that we're talking about. If first step um, to doing it, I would say advanced healing with dolphins is permission. You have to realize who they are in a sense of that they are super sentient. There are some dolphins have some 30 million years of experience. Um, they look at everything uh, from a holographic perspective. Uh, what they see, sense and feel is, is, is a visual because of the way their brain has advanced and their brainstem is connected to their neurology. We're, we're, we're not that advanced yet. We, we can't send out a signal and come back and, and receive a picture. We're not there yet, but we will be, we'll get there. So they're able to, in just, a, just really, not even three or four minutes, look at you, scan you, see what you've had for lunch, look and see if there's any blockages in your physiology, then look at your etheric body, then look at your contracts, then look at your Akashic records, which is your soul's journey, and see everything about you. So then we use, you're working with dolphins effectively, like with, with someone like our school, and you, you say, I want to receive healing, I want to receive information from the dolphin. That gives the dolphin permission to share it. And they'll share it with you too. It's just a matter of if you've opened up your communication tel- uh, abilities to hear them, which is the heart to the third eye. So we do a lot of work with that. It's um, Realistically, it's all about self-love. If someone has a lot of hatred or anger or negativity, it'd be very challenging to talk to animals. Uh, they exist in a very pure high frequency and they all speak from that place. It's um, Metaphorically, it's sort of like trying to listen to an FM radio station, but you're on AM. You got to tune up and you have to bring that energy into your heart, fill your heart um, with love, really. It's self-love. And then t- tune that frequency to the third eye because the third eye is pretty much dormant until you come into this space of self-love and understanding that you're uh, divinely empowered because you're a child of God. Uh, and you have all of these gifts that you've not yet realized. And you have to think about all the things that are working against you that you have to overcome too, which our society is very much against any kind of empowerment where they would tell you that you have special gifts or that you can do anything. I mean, when was the last time some teacher told you that? Right. Huh? Yeah. So our religions, our culture, our society has taught you to compete and to be smart and strong. And by the way, it's probably going to be hard and you might fail. None of that's true. All lies, every one of them. Every single person has the ability to do almost anything they want um, if they set their intention, that their body will listen and come online. Uh, DNA will activate, you know, special gifts will come into play. Uh, We call it conscious creation. And right now, most of the world that we live in is unconsciously creating. And they're very sad with what they're creating because they don't like it. They look around and see, and then, then they go into what we call judgment or blame. Don't take responsibility for it. So it continues, okay? it's like a loop. If someone's willing to take responsibility for their creative abilities, they can get in touch with dolphins very quickly. That's what the dolphins want, whales too. And dogs and cats, I mean, they're here supporting us. They don't have, um, they don't have a, a mission in the same way. Humans come here with many uh, contracts in place. Lots of things they wanna do, a mission, if you will. Not just one thing, but lots of things. And the animals in domestic care come in with a purpose and they don't have any karma. They don't have any attachment to doing anything because they've already done it. They're ascended beings in the sense of they have nothing more to experience or learn. They're already enlightened. So their plan is to help us to reach a higher frequency, to help us heal, help us awaken, help us activate the part of ourselves that's wise and intelligent. And that is not the brain. (laughs) The brain is 
an organ that's polarized. I mean, you can see it. It's a, got two halves, which will keep you in confusion as long as you want to stay there. Polarized uh, ping pong. <laughs> I can do it. No, you can't. I can do it. No, you can't. <laughs> but in the heart, anything is possible, right? And you start to receive the frequencies that we call, again, these codes of creation that are they're out there and they're within us. And when they connect, we become empowered. We become healed. Alignments occur that are just incredibly special. So is that how we calibrate to the dolphins is heart, third eye? Well, yes. I'm basically saying yes. Yeah, connecting the heart to the third eye. And then the third eye, when you when you practice it and you use it, it rotates forward, side, back, up. You learn to rotate it forward like a, like a flashlight. And you can beam it into a dolphin or into a dog or a cat or even a loved one. And if that being responds back to you because of permission, right, free will, it comes back to your heart. And you start to learn um, the frequency of what we call triangulation. So everything that's sustainable is created through triangulation. That means it has a mother, it has a father, it has a soul. So a simple example of that would be if every human would connect with the earth, that's Mother Gaia, right? The, the essence of her, grounding into the earth, and then turn their attention to the sun, which is the portal or gateway for source light, and then go into the heart, then you have triangulated. And now you've turned on all the switches, basically, and you should feel really good about yourself. And then a lot of things become possible. But if you're polarized, you know, you have a yes and a no and shame and blame, and you're probably wrong. You know, there's, there's nothing really positive going on there. Well, there might be, but you continually shut it down when you're polarized or you're living in what we call duality. So in that this part of the earth, we have to realize we, we did agree to come here. And the real question is, why did you come? Um, well, the big answer is to play with the energy of love. I, I say to choose love in every moment or not to, in every thought, in every word, in every deed. If you can choose love, you know, you're going to be great. You're going to access all your gifts. You're going to be happy. You're going to create sustainable things. Uh, eventually, you're going to ascend. Uh, if you don't and you stay in your mind or you sign up to what the world is doing now, which is chaos and negativity and mudslinging and all that, you go over there, you're going to be there a long time and you're not going to accomplish anything. When you have your life review when it's all over you're going to be pretty sad that you didn't step out of that and do something good the only thing that's really real is love right the other stuff's an illusion right so when we share love we create sustainability we create something for the future and we maybe we'll start to clean up the mess that'd be nice yes wouldn't it yeah. so the dolphin and the whale energy medicine what are the benefits of working with this energy in our lives? What can that relationship do for getting in touch with us and creating yeah. a better life? Yeah, I'm gonna share, um, so I'm a universal channel, but I spend most of my channeling time now um, with dolphins and whales. But it's okay, I'm gonna share a channel. Please. It's a short one. Great. Okay, this is from the whales. Beloved humans, we are your elders. And we are the molecular librarians of Earth's history. We embody conscious creation, and we have the experience and the intention to assist you with core level healing. It is our intention to assist humanity in claiming their mastery and restoring your physical forms to radiant health. As you awaken your dormant DNA, you will naturally evolve into awakened geniuses. And you will then live and create from your hearts in communities across the globe where you change the outdated and broken structures of medicine, of education, government, and sustainable living 
Connect with us now and we will accelerate your intention to evolve. We are Solution Energy. We are the great whales and we represent the cetacean nations of earth. We are cosmic creators. Isn't that cool? Beautiful. That was awesome. Yeah, they've been here. The humpback whales have been here some 500 million years. Who can even conceive of that? They originally walked upright, you know. These are genetic engineers. They help design your body uh, when you're first coming to earth. Even Amazing, complex, wise beings that are, it's just the purest love. Do they give any um, instruction or communicate to you how we can further open up our DNA? Well, that's, that's pretty much what I do. They've given me what we call protocols and templates, processes, meditations, um, where people, what they first ask us to do is uh, teach them to open sacred space so that they're living in, in a different vibration by using their own intention to call in higher beings to be around you. Okay, that's the first thing they teach in, in the sacred space. Then there's, um, in all of our session work, there's a wisdom teaching. There's, like I just gave you a short wisdom. That was like a wisdom teaching. There's a lot of information there for you to start to understand who you're dealing with. Okay, and no, no human on earth has any kind of resume like that. Okay? <laughs> we just don't yet. We're not that evolved, but we're getting there. So the second part that happens is you either do a sitting up or a lying down meditation based on the protocol, whether we're working on your spine or we might be working more into the neuroelectrical part of your body, which dolphins do. The whales always want you to lie down and then they bring in what they call their living Merkaba field, which is the light body. And those of you that have studied the Merkaba that know the power of that. If you don't ever choose to activate your light body, then you won't really ever achieve what we call a galactic frequency. And that's okay that you might be coming to earth as a new soul and maybe you're not ready for that yet. But those that are, when they achieve that frequency, then they understand how the whale works because it comes in in counter rotating fields of light. And as it descends around you, one of the fields of light clears old energy, negative energy, right at the the cellular level and then at the subatomic level. The other field of light that comes in is celestial and it's God's light basically. And it comes in and fills the cells as they're cleaned instantaneously. It's like we don't have any kind of healing like that in our human world where the healing occurs and the restoration of the cell, boom, in the same millisecond it happens. So like a tumor is being removed, let's say, for example, then that energy has to be replaced with love and light and a higher energy, right? So there's no vacancy, so to speak. So that's the essence of how they work. Um, And it's very fast. They use the violet flame. The the actual, the whales are the violet flame. Their whole body auric energy is royal purple light, which is, um, it's a fire energy, which, which burns old and negative energies away, contracts, parasites, resistance in your emotional body, it's, it's just beyond, beyond what they can do. So is that helpful? Yes. I could feel that when you were moving the energy for those who are listening on podcasts or not seeing on YouTube, you were swirling the energy one way and swirling the other. I could really feel that. I hope our listeners could feel that too. That was good. good. And you were talking about earlier, the Akashic records and how they're tapping into that in our divine blueprint. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So we are so loved while we're here and separated from our true divine self. I hope you all know that, that there is a part of you that is immortal. It's a divine, huge being. Well, some people call it the soul. Some people call it the I am presence. Some people call it the, uh, the body spirit. It's, it's the part of you um, that you cannot damage. Okay, That part of you only interacts with the physical body when there's a presence of love. Otherwise, it's watching you. It's just separate. 
can't really merge with you or do anything until you can come into love, into the heart, because that's the essence of the soul. So understanding that the world is set up basically with a system that's called the Akash. And every thought, word, and deed that we all do, including the animals, including the earth, uh, is recorded. And it's recorded for posterity, basically, because we're so loved. A lot of the information is stored in the water molecules, like the whale said, but it's also stored in the ether around you. And I think you can not look too far to talk to someone, and I'm one of them, that has had an experience on the other side of the veil where they had a life review, where you saw everything from your babyhood all through your adult years, um, even into your future a little bit. And it's all shown to you like a holographic image. And we call that a life review. I had that in 94. So what we're viewing is our Akashic records. We're viewing everything we've ever said or done or felt. And, and why is, is because it's your right. It's, it's your right to experience everything that's part of you. Um, and for those of us that had the opportunity to come back, it really changes the way you think about thoughts, words, particular, you're really careful with your words. You don't ever want to say anything negative because of the ripple effect that it has that it goes out, it doesn't stop. You say something mean or negative, that's, it's, it's going on and on and on and on and affecting people long after you've said it. So if you say something loving, same thing. Makes you want to say loving things all day long. <laughs> yes, I agree. So the Akash is the recorded journey of every soul over every lifetime on every planet. It's there. So if you're conscious of your Akashic records, you're always going to be kind. You know? Mm-hmm. Think of the Dalai Lama. What does he say? He says, do you want to be right or do you want to be kind? Yes. Mm. And then how does, how does that play into our divine blueprint? Well, the blueprint is the architecture of your body. And, and there are many levels to that, right? There's mental, um, emotional, spiritual. Uh, there's many layers to you, like an onion being peeled back. So uh, the divine life blueprint would include all of that, as well as the other aspects of your soul. And that's probably more than we can do today and talk about the aspects. But there are there are more parts of you than are just this part here. That they're, they're part of the oversoul. They're having an experience too, but they're actually part of you as well, so separated out. And I'm not talking about brothers and sisters. I'm talking about aspects. So is that helpful? It is helpful. So let's, um, for people who don't know who are listening, the oversoul and those aspects of ourselves could you just briefly touch on that a little bit? Just well, um, my partner, who's very wise, um, Seth, says we have 12 aspects to the oversoul in relationship to the earth plane. So there are 11 other parts of you out there. Uh, let's say 25 years ago, they would have been spread around a bit, doing different things, not necessarily all embodied. But now, as the energy of the earth accelerates and we're coming into a timeline where there's a potential ascendance coming up, um, uh, we're, that's what we're, we're, we're leaning for is the new earth, right? Um, so the other aspects of your soul are here now in proximity to the earth, either on ships above the earth or walking the earth, uh, all hopefully with that same focus connecting. So the earth is, um, they say, is the most important planet in the cosmos right now because of we're, we're nearing that which has been going on for eons and eons and eons, which is the potential for 51% of us to carry the violet flame and to carry consciousness. And that would lift the planet up to a point where she could heal herself and we can move on into the next dimension, which would be living with the Pleiades, which would be really super great. We're all hoping for that one day at a time, right? Peace and coming out of duality. <laughs> living in peace. 
Yes. You also, um, on one of your recent emails that I received, you're doing a session um, with the dolphins and you mention um, the existence in the grid systems and the water molecules. Can you talk about that a little bit? Could you say that again? The, the existence in the grid systems and water molecules. Can you talk well, about Well, there are many. I'm not certain how to answer that actually because there are many grids. There's the electromagnetic grid, the consciousness grid, which is sometimes called the crystalline grid, which is overlays over the planet. And there's the flower of life grid in, in, in the interior of Earth. That's the seed of creation is the flower of life grid. But we are water-based beings. So if you can tie your question into that, I mean, which grid are we talking about? And um, the class that's upcoming for you. You had mentioned in the email that that um, the divine blueprint and their existence um, lives within the grid systems and the water molecules on the planet. Okay, and again, the water molecules would be an illustration of the Akashic records. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, and the grids, of course, would hold all of that. You know, great. The, the, crystal, the crystalline grid is where you want to focus. You want to connect to that if you can each and every day, because uh, there's a part of you. We talked about the soul and the eternal part of you that's uh, connected to the grid. And in the, in the consciousness grid, everyone has a, a triangle and your, your soul is always embodied there in a sense, you know, there's an aspect of it there. And um, connecting to the human part of you and connecting to the different things that would be considered positive or loving that you're doing. Because the consciousness as it rises on the planet affects the grid. And that's what we want again. Um, and the whales are the keepers of the grid. The whales swim in their etheric bodies just outside of the grid, uh, about 60 miles is what they show us. And they're always tuning it. You know, they're always doing whatever, of course, creation is, source creation is asking them to do uh, to attune it for the highest vibration. But remember, they're all working with our free will, which is nobody knows, not even God knows what you're going to do tomorrow because you have free will. So, I mean, everybody on the planet could wake up tomorrow and be nice. It's possible, not probable, but it is possible, right? <laughs> yes. Imagine how that would affect the grid. Right. And what a lovely thought to picture them working on the grid, the keepers of the grid. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. They're wonderful beings. What are they um, communicating to you about what we're experiencing right now? Um, well, that's a really good question. And the last week in March last year, um, I said to them, to the whales, uh, can we remove this virus? You know, can we get a lot of people together and pray and work with you to take it off the planet? And I almost heard like laughter and they, they said to me, why would you think that we could do that? And I said, because uh, you can do anything. And they said, we can do anything with permission. Okay, so this particular virus has come here and been put on this planet by people that have free will. They've, they've done it and they've done it with a very destructive attitude. You know, uh, but they have free will and they're just, they have every right to be here just like you do. So can we stop what they're doing? No. But what we can do is we can ask source for a dispensation. And that's what they did. They said, we're going to be gone for a couple of days. And when we come back, we'll give you an answer if we can help. They came back and they said that they've been given a dispensation to create a, a shield of immunity, um, which is something that hasn't been done before in the sense of their work. And it, it, they're using scalar waves, which are normally damaging to us. It's actually gold light and gold light. We're, we haven't achieved that frequency yet. So it's potentially damaging, but somehow they've learned to adjust it. So they asked me if I would give them like a week 
you know, like shut everything off in my life and kind of hibernate with them and write down the things that they told me to write down and experience the things that they brought. And we together brought forth um, a healing process for the coronaviruses. Um, and that's been available now, I think since, I have to look, I think the first one was April 2nd that we did with, the, with about a hundred people. So the first part of it is the same thing. It's informational. They had me create a PowerPoint describing what they're going to do. Then they said, now we have to have levels of permission to interact with your body in this way. So you have to visualize and say out loud, you can't do it for someone else. They have to be there physically doing it and focused and they have to open their belief system to this possibility that this could happen because it's really not in our belief system, right? That we can right. remove the virus. Second part of it is we have to lie down and not go to sleep, okay? This, usually they don't care if you go to sleep. But in this, they want you awake and they bring in this shield. They, well, they remove the virus from your body and of course, in all the layers around you. And then they put in this golden shield and it's using golden scalar light. And so you have an immunity shield then around you and that'll stay as long as you keep it conscious. And so we started working with people about a hundred at a time and the testimonials just poured in. Um, I can think of a couple where a lady was going to the grocery store and she put her credit card in the machine and the whole machine went, you know, buzzed and a big gold light came around the machine. And then she put her credit card in again and then it went through. So she, what she realized is there was coronavirus on that machine and they had to zap it, you know, so it wouldn't hurt her, you know, isn't that cool? That is really cool. How can and then we've, taken, that? We've, and we've taken a lot of aura pictures of people before and after too. And everybody's got the gold light around them after around their body after after doing it it's on my website and it's really it's uh right now i'm selling the replay of it i'm selling like four sessions of me doing it which is basically the same thing you only really need to do it once uh, for 22 dollars. so if you want to experience the whale immunity show for the coronavirus uh we've done about eight thousand people now and a lot more to come i guess i i, I had no idea you probably didn't either it would last this long no, I start, have no idea. Or start to mutate or whatever, but whales are on top of it. You have to think that anything that would come to the planet, if you're a spiritual person, would come with a solution. No matter how dark or negative it is, somewhere it would be the opposite and, and a way to be with it without being harmed. So we're really a lot excited about it. Every day, more people do it because it's, you know, it's on my site. And uh, I take the opportunity to work with a group if anybody wants to organize a group, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for your group as well. Do it live. But you don't have to have me doing it live. The, the energy is there. It's still, you know, you're calling it in. Basically, you're making it alive because you're calling in the whales. So it's something I really hope people take advantage of. Uh, it's a gift from the great whales. Me too. These are the white whales, by the way. The white whales are cosmic beings. They're not from this galaxy. So this is why they have special abilities. Um, they're here to assist us from that perspective. It's a little bit different than talking to, like if you're talking to a galactic angel like Archangel Michael, or maybe Archangel Gabriel, or, you know, it's a little bit different than talking to Metatron, which is from a different galaxy, different universe even. Mm -hmm. Does that make so sense? How about we go there? It does. How about we talk a little bit about that, your communication with the angels? Okay. Well, most people know about angels. Um, I think almost everybody would like to work with angels. Um, when I started out in this, you know, level of my career, I started out basically just doing animal communication and talking to dogs and cats and doing dolphin readings. Cause after I started talking to the dolphins in Baja, they showed me how they could 
scan someone, you know, and then give them a message. And it's always personal. The dolphins can get very involved in your personal life. And it's always loving. It's always fun. So I started doing that and people really loved it. And I was surprised at how easy it was. So, but not long into being, you know, someone who basically talks to dogs and cats all day and horses is the animals would say, okay, so now I want to tell my mom and dad who, who they really are, you know, like what star system they're from and what they're really here to do. And I want them to talk to their guides. So can you tell them that? And I'm like, sure, I can tell them that. So then they would say, well, how do I do that? So I'd start classes for people to learn to talk to their guides, which is again, opening the third eye and coming back to self-love, the heart and the third eye. So it isn't hard, but it is hard for people who are vested in negativity. Maybe they have a job that's vested in negativity or they're just an angry person. Um, they have a little bit further road to walk um, to turn that around. Not that they can't, but for, for someone who's just kind of, you know, a very happy, loving person that's um, not really affected by the Earth's negativity or someone says something bad to them or yeah, whatever, you know, that kind of person will break through pretty fast, usually, you know, even in a couple hours. Other people might take a couple of weeks or even a month practicing to come back to that frequency. And, and what it basically means is you have to just keep returning to the heart. So we teach you some modalities to do that. And of course, this is where you connect with dolphins and whales as well. You won't connect to them from the mind. You'll never reach that frequency. It's just not possible. They're not coming down. You have to go up. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. As with all connection. And let's talk a little bit about um, your connection with your cat. Yes. Yes. My, my cat is um, has been with me in various incarnations known as Puda. Um, let's see. Conscious Puddha's. I'm, I'm living with the third female Puda right now. Um, she's 12 years old. She, uh, when she comes or he comes, however, uh, always born on March 3rd, which is kind of a clue. Wow. Yeah. And in 2011, it became evident that there would be people who would be near me or around me or in class, or a different voice would come in. that was more of a male voice. And that voice would say, I am Seth. And so I, we started to actually break through to uh, communicate with the higher being you know, the I am presence of, of Puddha. And Seth is a really old soul, potentially even the, the oldest soul. Um, just wise, wonderful being that just loves us. And um, so I've been channeling and I've been actually teaching classes for Seth with my telepathic abilities. And uh, and Puddha, if you like, let's see, I think she's just, you want me to get her? Sure. I think she's just out in the hall here. Let's see. And you also have a really sweet picture behind you over top of your desk also of your cats and familiars. So sweet. Master Cat Puda, an ascension guide, wisdom teacher, and an aspect of the ancient soul of Seth. I love that. Seth is a master healer. is dedicated to assisting humanity at this time of great transformation. What a treat. <laughs> No cat Puda? <laughs> uh, I think she's outside. She was here all morning. Kind of weird. Exploring. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about Seth, the soul Seth. Okay. What would you like to know? Um, well, it says here in the bio that um, he's coming with many gifts, wisdom, healing, remembrance, telepathy, and is instrumental in teaching. One of the great things about 
Master Cat Pluto is, Seth, is that she's so tuned in to what we call cosmology. She considers the information that when she scans you or looks at you about where you're from before you came to Earth, just as important as what you're doing right now and how that all ties together. And she really likes to connect people to what she calls their star family, where they existed. Let's say I meet someone and we're doing a session and it's important, it feels like, for them to talk to their relatives from when they lived on the planet Sirius or where they lived in Arcturus or somewhere. And so she does what she can to translate, to connect them back to that family, which is pretty exciting because it tells them a lot about who they are and they'll go, oh, that's why I'm that way. Or, you know, I mean, it starts to bring back the memories of who you really are. You're, I would have to say your real family, your biological family here on earth is seldom your star family. Sometimes, sometimes there's one or two that will come in and, but we didn't really come here to have the same experience we had off earth, right? We came here to have different experiences. So, so she likes to teach that and she likes to reconnect you to that, that energy of who you are for self-empowerment. Um, she loves to help you connect to your three master guides. Um, and this is your family. There's three other beings that have come to earth to be with you. You are a package of four beings. <laughs> you have to get to know the other three. Um, now they won't take your free will away, but they will help you do incredible amounts of research. Um, like, I mean, if you want to go shopping, you want to like buy chicken tonight. I mean, they'll go look at all the grocery stores and come back with all the answers of what the price is and I mean, stuff like that. It's very practical. Uh, then they'll also guide you towards, like, let's say you're looking at uh, career change and you're looking at like interviewing at different places. Then they'll give you a lot of information about the company. Um, and they'll kind of feed you lines too. You know, I can think of a time where I was somewhere and they were feeding me what to say to this person to get the, the maximum experience from, from us being together. Uh, and it's always so self-empowering. Like, like example, like you're interviewing for a job. She says, always start by interviewing them. Just take the bull by the horns. When you sit down, say, I'd like to know more about this company and about your job here, because if you're not happy or you don't, the benefits aren't good or the hours aren't good, there's no point in interviewing me because I'd like to hear from you first about, is, it, is this a good place to work? <laughs> that kind of thing, you know. You, you, you learn to imprint what we call self-love and value, your own value when you first meet people without being negative but being honest and saying, you know, I'm, I'm an incredible being. I have lots of skills, lots of experience. And uh, you would greatly benefit if you hired me. But then again, I don't know if I want to be here yet. So those kinds of things. That's great life advice. Yeah, definitely. So she likes to make sure people have an opportunity to connect to their guides, which is, we're going back to the same stuff. They have to be grounded. They need to understand a little bit about spiritual protection, how to build sacred space. Um, how to clean the energy with the violet flame in their body, which basically means connect to whales. Um, how to run the energy of the heart to the third eye and learn to triangulate. Those kinds of things. Not, not difficult, but different than what you're probably doing. So it takes some practice. Uh, it takes a focus to want that. And then usually one of the three guides will step up. You know, they'll step up and say, okay, I'm going to be the speaker guide because it's really hard to talk to three at once. That's hard for, it's hard to talk to three people at once. So one will kind of be the voice for all three until you can get to a certain vibration where that another one can step in. And then it's so emotional when you start to remember them because they literally sort of audition to come and be with you. And so they're sometimes your closest friends back home. Amazing. Yes, it's so nice. 
Yeah, so nice to know that we're not alone on this journey. That's right. You are not alone. And then to call in angels, you know, because if you call them, they'll come. And a lot of them are around you all the time, but there's a limit to what they can do if you don't recognize them or you don't ask for their help. So that's the question. If I could teach you one thing today, it would be for you to say pretty much all day long, I need help. I need help. And then it will come. But you got to ask. How many people do that? They get into, you know, a situation, even if it's just traffic. And did you ask for help? Traffic clears. Right. Yeah, serious. Yeah. Great at finding parking spots. That too. <laughs> Helping us with all, all about it's all about your use of light, which is the higher information. How you carry light, how you use light when you speak. And you learn to manipulate light in a very positive, loving way. And you have a great life. Is it perfect? No, but um, pretty much. Yeah. A lot less things to work on in the sense of clearing. And a lot more time is free to explore consciousness and how we can help each other and how we can come together in groups to really be responsible for the earth, right? To clean it up and uh, be of service. You know, the dolphins are the greatest teachers in that, how, how um, to be in service to others. So Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. What is she saying about the ascension process that's going on right now? The ascension process? Yes. Well, more people are awakening all the time. That's why we're just one of the people out there creating classes, workshops, sessions, retreats, all to help people raise their vibration because the more people do raise their vibration, then the more people will move to the side of being what we call a light worker and take responsibility as much as they can, certainly for their own life and then assisting others in awakening too. So uh, are we on track? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I mean, obviously, when we come to something that's like this, a pandemic, nobody could have predicted that. Except if you look back in, you know, the old texts, religious texts, different books, they will say that uh, they don't use the word pandemic, but they say things will come that will take out huge amounts of the population. Okay, so and if you think about responsibility for that, um, well, your your birth and your death is by your own hand. It's by your design, and I don't mean your physical body; I mean your soul. When your soul says you're done, you're done. That's it. You're going home. You get your ticket punched. And that's not a bad thing because, I mean, you came here with a ticket to go home. <laughs> you wouldn't have come if you didn't have a ticket to go home. Nobody came here to be here permanently. Pastor Pitta says it's a camping trip. <laughs> <laughs> How's your camping trip going? You know? I love that. Challenging yeah. right now, as I'm sure a lot of people would say. <laughs> yeah. But then again, if large, large amounts of people want to leave the planet for various reasons that we don't talk about, but yet it's very real. Remember, this is by the soul deciding that a lot of people are going to go. Then the COVID thing would have been one of the opportunities, let's look at it that way, that's given for lots of people to leave if they feel complete. Uh, there is no random death, okay? It's not accidental. It's not like somebody sort of got a virus and then died and oh, how sad it is. It's not like that. Okay, if you, if you get the virus, it's because you wanted to get the virus, okay? You chose, your soul let you get the virus for a reason either of having the challenge of healing yourself, probably to teach you that you can, or to take you home, or to use as a vehicle to leave the planet. This is true for animals too. You know, I mean, they choose everything consciously. I'm looking at a cat chasing a mouse. The mouse is saying, take me home. Okay, that's not what it looks like on the earth plane, but they're choosing a vehicle to go 
and that's their day to go and they're going to find a way to do it because when the soul calls could be a car accident could be you know puts a mouse the cat takes them out uh could be a disease could be some people just lay down and go to sleep and that's a very high consciousness person that can leave the planet that way uh but it is to be celebrated you know uh in the sense of the ones that are left behind feel sad because that we get attached to each other. But for the soul, the one that's leaving, it's a huge celebration and it's never accidental. It's never random. It's never sad from their family's perspective of coming back. And they have information and wisdom to bring home, to share with others, to enhance the all that is. It's a very complex, beautiful system that we live within. And here on earth, we kind of trivialize it. You know, we don't really honor the other side of it but that's where you're from <laughs> man i like that aspect thanks for sharing that Lori. yeah is there another channel that you can read perhaps absolutely listeners? yeah yeah thank you i'm wondering if um if you have the zoom where if you could share the screen and i could show a video can you do that um, yeah, you should have screen sharing abilities. Okay, let's try it. So I'd like to share one that's also video and, you know, it's from the dolphins. Is this working? It is. I can see your screen. Okay, good. This is from the dolphins. Thank you. Can you see it? I can. Yay! Dolphins and DNA. The dolphins have shared with me that they are the designated keepers of the human DNA template system. They receive infusions of DNA activation through the Earth's ocean systems from Creator. It is their given task to process this information internally and calibrate the actual DNA that is perfect and right for each person. The dolphins also hold the energy of love and joy for the actual locations on the planet that are experiencing war and chaos. The dolphins work to create frequencies that are infused into these areas on the planet with templates of peace, harmony and healing. The dolphin matrix supports DNA reencodements for people and places throughout the energy code systems they use. The dolphin family of light has created a template for the human DNA and uses it to monitor the overall template for the pure holographic possibility equation for humanity and Earth. If you choose to connect with the planetary dolphin family, you can receive these attunements directly from the dolphin group consciousness. The dolphins are the masters of DNA recalibration and are able to shift old energies very quickly with their healing frequencies. Also, they work in a frequency of joy and playfulness that is perfectly suited to the energy of ascension and the new earth. Beloved humans, please listen to your hearts as the energies accelerate during 2012 and beyond. 
Call upon the dolphin energies as they are the chosen emissaries of light. Their communications will be of valuable assistance in helping you to align with the crystalline grid system, your personal DNA upgrades, and the dolphin matrix systems that are assisting in creating the center for the new Earth. Also know that the dolphin matrix of energy is assisting with the cleansing and balancing of the Earth's oceans. Currently, many scientific experts are saying that DNA plays a powerful role in newly discovered communications between dolphins and humans. One ongoing study at the Sirius Institute in Hawaii has revealed that dolphins and whales receive and transmit sound signals capable of affecting the genetic double helix. Using natural biotechnology, dolphins can actually heal humans swimming near them sonogenetically. 14 years of multidisciplinary study at the Sirius Institute has indicated that the expression of DNA, traditionally considered the blueprint of life, can be changed by the sound and electromagnetic fields generated by dolphins. New research shows that our DNA is activated by waves and particles of energized sound and light that literally switch genes on or off. Likewise, Genetic inheritance is energetically transmitted bioacoustically and electromagnetically through special water molecules that form the electrogenetic matrix of DNA. These hydroelectric structures are shaped like pyramids, hexagons, and pentagons, and they direct the healing processes. This amazing phenomenon explains how remarkable healings have been reported by people in our boats, near the dolphins, and by swimmers following dolphin contact. The cetaceans have had complex language for millions of years, and they have the largest brains on the planet. Visitations by dolphins and whales have demonstrated a history of friendship and cooperation, and even partnership with humans. The dolphins and whales have shown us that they are the ancient and wise, super-sentient beings on this planet. They are living examples for we humans, showing us how to live in peace and in harmony with our planet. We encourage you to connect with the dolphins and the whales each and every day, energetically, telepathically, and in the physical oceans whenever you can. The dolphins and whales are the living, ultimate expression of how we humans can begin to live in our hearts within the pod mind, which is demonstrated by living for the good of the many, not the one.
Beautiful, Lori. That was great. And I encourage our listeners that are listening on podcasts to head over to Raise the Vibe with Liz on YouTube and check out the video version. Amazing. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It was. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And how can our listeners reach you and what you have to offer? Um, the best to go to our website, and it's laurierion.com. I'll spell that. It's L-A-U-R-I-E-R-E-Y-O-N.com. Once more, L-A-U-R-I-E-R-E-Y-O-N.com. Awesome. Are you on Instagram and Facebook? I'm on Facebook, yeah. And what was the other one? Instagram? Yeah, Instagram too. And are you at Lori Rion? On Facebook? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Rion and Puda Speak. But you can type in Lori. Uh, my last name is, is, you can type in Lori Rion and find me or Lori Rion Anderson, which is my physical name. But I, I also have a, you know, the two Facebook pages. I have one that's personal, which is the one I can communicate with you on. And um, the other one is showing more of the stuff that's coming up for us, you know. And I think that's the one that's Rian and Puda speak. Puda is P-U-D-D-A-H. Yeah. Great. Awesome. And what would you like to leave our listeners with today? Hmm. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about maybe we could do uh, one of two prayers or we could show an ascension message that Seth has, has created, Mr. Puda. Nice. What is your heart being drawn to? Hmm. Well, if whenever we can bring someone to the vibration of where they look at their life and they say, I realize one of the reasons I was born was to serve, not just myself, but the greater good of humanity or a cause or a project. Um, so with that, then that would be the service prayer. Yes. So, and I have a video of it too. So beautiful music. So I think I'll show it. It's the closure. Actually, if you're liking the idea of the type of work we're doing too, we, we made a film. Uh, it took like 68 people to do it in five years. Um, and it's the first film that's really ever created through the consciousness and the script being written by Master Puda and the Dolphins and Whales. So this is the closing chapter where they all come back and teach us how to be more in service. So I think I'll show that. Will that work? Sure. Great. Thanks for sharing, Lori. Yeah. I think our listeners will enjoy this. We do too. For sure. It's a very important part of our existence is helping others. Totally is. This is our service prayer. I am in service to my creator and the creator of all that is. I pray to always serve the light of my creator, God, goddess, source with love and to always do my part to the very best of my ability i pray to always go and be exactly where i need to be to manifest the creator's divine master plan of love i acknowledge my service and the gift of my earth life back to the one Please use my body and soul combined with my free will as your own to serve at the highest possible level as your representative. I give humble thanks for the ability to serve at this level. 
I am grateful for my life. I am a unique and integral part of the divine master plan of love. I am an example of divine love. I pray now for the highest good of all beings in all places and at all times. I honor my divinity by serving my Creator joyfully. Let us rejoice! And so it is. We give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks. Amen. 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 Encourage our listeners to replay this. That was beautiful. Thank you for oh, sharing yes, that today. Thank, thank you for letting me show it. It's nice. Awesome. Also, um, our film Ascension Guidance is free to everyone that goes onto our website and fills out the little form at the top. Um, it comes back to you as a free gift. So, as a beautiful messages, that was the closing message, but uh, about how to raise your vibration and live in joy. Awesome. I love that. I love that message. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lori. It's been an honor to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you for asking me. (laughs) And everyone check out Lori on Facebook, Instagram, and go to her website, loririon.com. Lori, thank you so much. You're welcome. And check me out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Raise the Bye with Liz and my website, Liz's Healing Touch. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And remember to get out there and raise the vibe. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.